It's a different Brad. Okay, I got get this off my phone. Yeah, right. <laughs> get this. Uh, I get, we got to go through this movie. I, okay, you know that's Smith, a particular weak spot really for gets me. His shirt off in that one, and still I can tell. Yeah, no, no, no. He's got like that fucking farm shit happening under there. Oh, in Legends of the Fall, he's like straight up a farm boy, and it's disgusting how both cool and hot he is. I want to be straight up stupid. that farm boy. Yeah, I get it. I wanted to be straight up on that farm boy. I'm straight. But I guess everybody's a Brad Pitt of sexual. <laughs> Listen, <Right>? spaghetti's straight <laughs> until you get it hot, so. <laughs> there are good movies and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Kick at ten. <laughs> we are three film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find. Send it around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Hello. And Casey. Who did this to you, Hallie? Every Give week, me names. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. What's this month's theme, Dave? This month, our theme is Femmes Fatale, or Femme Fatale. Movies about badass ladies getting people dead and it's been a fucking ordeal man <laughs> wrapping them up and getting them dead what's what's getting them dead well yeah I, w- I was gonna say killing people but like not a fair number of our deaths this month have not been at the hands of the femme fatale they've been magooed their way into murder right. yeah. <laughs> they got someone else to do it on accident last week sharon stone did most of her murders herself in the quick and the dead this week, Casey, what did you wrap us up with? I did not choose this, number one. Well, I don't remember which one of you fucks did this. Um, <laughs> we I've never seen this movie. Because it's oh, a I terrible, have. this is an epically terrible film. From 2004, Catwoman, <laughs> starring Halle Berry. Who hurt, who did you owe? What was your secret that you had to do this movie? Um, Sharon Stone, Alex Borstein, fuck the men. Here's to us. Um, I don't know what I just watched. I don't, I've heard this movie is terrible, but I didn't know in the types of ways. Like I didn't know what to, I expected something different. Yeah. It's really kind of uniquely terrible. I, I guess why (laughs) this is the first film that anyone ever accepted a Razzie. Halle Berry went and accepted it. It is so mm-hmm. 2004. <laughs> yeah. Children, yeah. when I say yeah. this is a time capsule. She accepted her Razzie in person while holding the Oscar she won yeah. the same year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Queen shit. Casey, before we get ahead of ourselves, you need to give us an elevator pitch where you sell us on this shit show of a film in 10 seconds or less. And damn, am I curious to see what you came up with. <laughs> You're not going to like it. Here's your setup. Uh, you've been moonlighting on the weekends, uh, picking up some Amazon deliveries. You know, times are tight. You got to make some extra cash. So it's your last stop of the day. You're very excited to be done for it. Unfortunately for you, uh, you have just dropped off the long overdue order of catnip to Ophelia, the crazy cat lady's house. Um, so Eek. Yeah. I smoked half of it already. <laughs> I thought it was a different package. <laughs> Got I your pooped in sand, mixed. too. I get yeah. it. You got <laughs> your stuff mixed up. I totally understand. Unfortunately, though, your clothing, your hair, you just reek of catnip now. Um, and there's still about two pounds left in that box. So in the 10 seconds before, you are just absolutely mobbed by cats. Sell us on this movie. Let's ruin the career of the first black woman to win an Oscar by putting her in a super horny Cheetah Girls music video. You made Halle Berry go full Neil Breen, damn it. Nine seconds. Wow. Full and Neil Breen. She's eating about- tuna with her fingers. She ate two. You <laughs> made Halle Berry. On her bed, out of the can. Out of several on cans. On her bed. Out of several cans. Like, if you just on drip her- a little bit on that, you're on your fucking comforter, it is going to reek of tuna. That oil. No is- wonder Benjamin Brett left yeah. as soon as he nutted. He's like, it smells like chicken <laughs> with a sea up in here. I got to go get checked. She's hot, but there's always the hot to crazy to STI ratio. Yeah. 
This feels personal. This felt like someone was trying to ruin Halle Berry, and I think they might have been successful. All right, Kansas Tuna aside, let's go over the movie that Shitty Cinema watched. No, they don't go to the side. They go in the trash. They and go. You take the trash out immediately. Not on your comforter. Not on the comforter. <laughs> I'm into tuna play. Oh. The comic book nerd in me is so confused that, like, even the alliterative names in Catwoman can't save me. Yeah. I mean, Halle Berry's Catwoman is named Patience Phillips, right? But she's not a thief. She has nothing to do with Batman. Like, just wait until we get to talking about her actual superpowers. Yeah, this is this is Catwoman in name only. It has... <laughs> they, they, they give no fucks about their source material here. Anywho, first things first. Patience is a cubicle employee of the marketing division for a company that produces a new miracle anti-aging cream. Which, in a twist absolutely nobody saw coming, except for what? people with eyes, actually... <laughs> has terrible side effects the company's been covering up. What? But it is anti-aging, so they're not right, like, it, selling a lie. It does actually work at its primary thing. So, you know, it's better than most real-world products. It's like, you know how they used to, like, prescribe arsenic for, like, headaches and shit? Like, yeah, you won't have a headache anymore because you'd be fucking dead, so we're not <laughs> wrong. Patience has to redo some soul-crushing corporate work and falls directly into the whole nobody is left to deliver this package at midnight, so I have to plot line. Maybe if she didn't wait till almost midnight to start it. Like, she fucked off her whole day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Which, Very strange. This, of course, leads to her discovering the conspiracy and subsequently getting killed. She's dead. I guess Yay. we can just end this. Yeah. Yeah. No, unfortunately, the movie started with fucking narration about how she was going to die and be reborn. So, you know, there's the, it's just that scene again. So Patience dies, gets shot out of a, I guess, sewage tube. It's yeah. unclear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The disrespect. Again, yeah. someone was personally mad at Halle Berry. Did Harvey Weinstein have something to do with this? Did she, like, refuse his advances and this was his punishment? <laughs> I'll Google it. That was a sewage tube that was like eight feet in fucking diameter, and there was a full dump coming out of it. Yeah. So I just want you to think about the quantity of sewage that she gets blasted by. Okay, also, also, when she's standing at the edge of the tunnel and looks back, I immediately want to be like, I didn't kill my wife. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. Like, I looked straight yeah. out of future. I was like, please do the line. Please do the line. Oh, fuck. They just flushed her instead. Okay. The sewage tube that is inexplicably human-sized and just emptying out of, like, a wall somewhere 10 feet up in the air yeah. is one of those dumb comic book tropes that I secretly kind of love. Because it... It, it is it is one of those things that, like, yeah, comics started in, like, the 30s and 40s where companies were just like, yeah, just put it over there. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> and, like, for the most part, that is stopped. And we went, hey, don't be insane. Please treat this before it goes back into the water supply. But comics have never bothered updating. At least the film the film doesn't bother pretending to even make sense of any of this. Until Catwoman goes back to an old cat lady's house that tells her that the head cat that resurrected her is actually a servant of the ancient goddess Bast. Uh, sure. Why not? Fine. Okay, is this, like, in the cat's universe? Like, is she a jellical cat now? <laughs> well, I want to see her CGI butthole. Also... Completely no, okay. unrelated, but related. Now, fuck you for making yeah. me think of that. Fuck you, because yeah, you guys are nasty. I'm You're like, nasty. Would I rather see Halle Berry's real butthole or her CGI butthole? And then I'm like, would I really see Halle Berry's? Uh, I'm leaning strongly yes that I would like to see Halle Berry's. I feel butthole. like I they would why, animate but... it like one of those. I don't know how to pronounce that. Like axolotls, whatever those smiling fish things that look like salamanders. <laughs> like I bet that's what her CGI asshole would look like. I guess. Meanwhile. Patience had met a cute cop who had thought that the possibly suicidal woman he rescued would be great dating material and wouldn't, you know, like be a gross violation of the power imbalance where he is able to take advantage of a beautiful woman in distress. I'm just 
That, you that. watch Law and Order SVU with me all the time. You know it's the norm. All right, all right. I'll get right. off my soapbox. I'll get right. off my soapbox. It's, they're they're, do, they're doing a rom com thing, and that means they're both insane. Like all rom. <laughs> okay. Before all the Catwoman yeah. shit started, yeah. I was like, this would have been a great rom com. Honestly, like I Agreed. wish it would have just stayed that. Agreed. I right. really like, wish it was just a rom com. To be honest, like. Like, what's the Matthew McConaughey movie that's just, like, competitive gaslighting? <laughs> How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. All I've never seen it. Well, yes, but How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, the plot is literally they're just gaslighting each other into a rom-com. Um, so, like, yeah. Anyways, the resurrection give her super senses and the ability to fight. She can leap incredible distances. And she's just, like, super balanced now, you guys. She can walk on like super thin things. She's a cat. It also gives her the ability to talk shit to her boss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the superpower I didn't quite understand. She uses her new superpowers to both fight crime and do some of her own crime. In the only interesting part of the movie when she steals one thing and then they just never do it again. I know. I know. But it does fuel the rom-com tension, Dave. Like, will her, her cop bow... Discover that mild-mannered patience is the audacious Catwoman, aka does yeah. does he have eyes? Yeah, I mean he should. Right. How is Green Lantern the only movie to get this right? <laughs> Listen, because if the bra does not fit, you must acquit. Yeah, <laughs> her yeah. Catwoman boobs were three cups bigger That's than true. her other boobs. That's true. I guess he does have eyes, but every time he encountered one of them, he was like, "So that's obviously her," and his dick was like, "Nah, bro, the tits don't fit." Can Catwoman get to the bottom of the corporate conspiracy? She does. Shock. But that's because the CEO's wife calls her and is like, hey, hey, come on over. I've uh, got evidence that my husband is doing all of that bad stuff that you said, girl. Listen, we, we should have learned last week that you can't trust Sharon Stone because Catwoman heads over to pick up the evidence and she gets set up for the murder of Sharon Stone's husband because the plan was actually hers all along. I'm still a little confused as to how she was set up for the murder. Sharon claims she did this by throwing a gun to her that Catwoman catches and saying, hi, you're holding the gun that murdered my husband. But Catwoman was wearing gloves and Sharon was not. So, <laughs> well, so Sharon did have it in like a napkin so that she could toss it to her. Um, but yeah, yeah, correct. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I listen. I have so many feelings. That guy had been dead a minute. They have cameras. The time of death and the livid. There's so much that wouldn't add up. But the, don't let me stop you. Listen, Sharon seems so good, right? Like Sharon was. No, no, she's a baddie. Women they told you in the beginning too. of the movie. Why did they? It, why did they show her being like, "I don't care. Why'd you get a conscience now, Doctor Kabopoulos? Like, if you would have <laughs> just not shown anyone. Then it would have been a genuine surprise. We could have been surprised with Halle Berry, but we're every. Why? Why did we have to out her immediately as the villain? Catwoman gets arrested, but then she just she just leaves. She just leaves the jail she's in. <laughs> Somehow, literally, just slips out between the bars and walks right the fuck out of there. It's good timing too, because her bow was captured by Sharon. Catwoman. Just happens to show up in time to save him and get into a good old cat fight. Ah! Can we say that Hallie wasn't going to be sharing her man with Sharon? Oh, that's so Dave, catty. you go, you go, so you get catty. one. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this whole like anti-aging cream that Sharon Stone was pushing... Uh, actually makes your skin as hard as marble, but it's also still supple. Uh, uh, uh. Honestly, she got slapped by her husband and was like, he hurt his hand. I was like, okay, why are you selling me this great product? Like, you know how many <laughs> bar fights I'm going to start with this shit on? Mm. But like, also, why was she being all mopey about her husband having side pieces? Like, because... She wasn't mopey about that. She was mopey about being old. So... So we get this this fight between uh, Catwoman and Sharon Stone until Catwoman beats Sharon, who chooses to fall to her death after taking a look at herself in the mirror, seeing her face all fucked up, and deciding that she'd rather die than look like that. Ew, I'm aging. Bye. Bye. I do not understand the tone of this movie because... <laughs> 
there's so much to unpack everywhere and I would rather just sell the whole storage unit instead. Does that make sense? Is that a metaphor? Yeah. I don't know well, what's going on anymore. My brain hurts. Halle Berry agrees with you because the movie wraps up with Catwoman ditching her boy toy because cats are got to be wild and roamy, I guess. And also she I'm did a heat. lot of crime. She's guilty <laughs> yeah. So dating a cop is probably wanna, not a good idea. She doesn't want to put him in a position. I don't know about you guys, but thinking about Catwoman, I have one question, and that's why would you watch this movie? And the only answer I can think of is to get really, really softcore horny. Yeah, yeah. Cat, it's, <laughs> yeah it's like it's like G-rated showgirls. Like yeah, you can't get yeah. porn yet. Halle Berry is unreasonably hot in this film, and it's the—I don't even want to say it's a redeeming factor. You could have stopped at Halle Berry is unreasonably hot. Yeah, full stop. Right, still is. Right, always has been. Always was. Yes. Sure. Even okay. So her outfit in this is just. Uh, something she bought at a sex shop or something someone bought at a sex shop i, I don't her know her co-workers but is... bought her like a mini like my first leather <laughs> kit yeah because they're like oh she's she's not getting laid what do you think is going to do you think that's going to help her something that takes like 25 minutes in a full body sweat to put on <laughs> because cramming myself in a corset jay took it off i was like what the fuck dude we need to we need to this back up. on because you guys are putting some slander on the besties here because this is not from a sex shop. There's only one, like one and a half scenes where she's in that suit unaltered. And it is You're right. basically just leather pants and a oh, pretty decently fitting leather jacket. Yeah, this was crop. such a soft introduction from her friends to try and get her to break out. And then, yeah, she immediately cuts it up to all hell to show some skin. Look, I, okay, so... I have thoughts on Halle Berry's costume in this movie because I, I got too. aggressively drunk while I was watching this. <laughs> it's been a while, but this movie just made me need that. And a little over an hour in, when Halle Berry's having a fight on a catwalk, I saw her outfit and thought, man, this costume designer realized what a shit show of a film he was in and was just trying to throw out anything he could to bring them back. This outfit looked like a Project Runway reject. I feel yeah. like the judges would have lambasted those pants. Had like, Sure. What is happening? It looks terrible. If you fart, it is going to like spray out like an atomizer. Like... You know what I mean? Like, this uh, this is not good. Ooh, you know what? I was going to say uh, Halle Berry's a lady, and ladies don't fart, but she's a cat lady, and cats definitely yeah. do fart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if she was a real cat, it would have been shredded just at the asshole so she could show everyone. Therefore, I don't believe she That's was inhabited true. by a cat. I imagine that trying to go out and... Um, do crime fighting or whatever the fuck she's doing and having basically nothing on your top would be cold as shit. Yes. And does not protect you from hits, scrapes, bumps, bugs, cat collars, might rubbing, I say? Rubbing your stomach on concrete. Yeah. Yeah. Because she does a yeah. whole lot of like laying down on concrete, which is... I've laid on concrete with bare flesh. It's not terribly comfortable. No, but, you know, in those times when you find yourself face-to-face with concrete, it's cool and reassuring in its own way. Sometimes, I don't think yeah, she's yeah, yeah. violently hungover, Dave. They didn't show her going on a bender watching this movie. She went on a cream bender. Oh, my God. Uh, don't get me started. What are her farts going to smell like? All she's eating is tuna and cream. Tuna and cream. It's true. What does her breath smell like? Yikes! Cat breath is fucking terrible. It's worse than dog breath. Ten days out of ten. Once she once she goes Catwoman, she goes full Catwoman, which is a weird diversion from the source material. Like obviously, this movie doesn't care at all about the Batman Catwoman. And no, yeah. her stomach no. is not going to be that flat after drinking that much lactose. <laughs> she is going to be bloated. She's going to have a little bump. Okay, so if we're if we're Obsessed about Callie Berry's outfit in this. 
what about it compared to, say, Michelle Pfeiffer's in the um, Tim Burton Batmans? Don't ask me that because that shaped my sexuality. I can't <laughs> I can't be impartial. Yeah, I mean they're 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 both products of their time, right? They're Oh they're, yeah. They're equally ridiculous for them to be doing gymnastics in. Um uh, the all leather gimp suit. Also was sneaking. Right. The all leather yeah. king suit, it was not leather. It was patent. Oh, yeah, and you no, it's pleather. Sure. Eh, 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 eh. <laughs> Every time she walked, like, remember when I wore corduroys and almost knocked you the fuck out? She's like, what's that noise? I'm like, my thighs, right? you bitch. Ignore it. <laughs> you know, uh, I got to vote for Eartha Kit. I think that's, oh. be, that's oh, the only yeah. one that's actually viable. Honestly, so the, the Catwoman outfit that I would like to see is from the comics where they have her look like steampunky. She's like in a leather zip up and she has the big cat eye steampunk glasses or like goggles. I don't yeah. That would yeah. at least hide her identity. Yeah. Right. No, I, I actually really, it, um, it's really, it gives a noir, uh, type like a thirties noir look. I love it. It, I think it's great. Uh, but I understand that a lot of people don't like it because it's not terribly sexual. It still is. I mean, when they draw her, she's got giant unzipped right. titties and a super thin weight, you know, whatever. But yeah, she's like wearing a wetsuit, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like Michelle Pfeiffer, you have like a thong strapped over your face. We can still see your whole ass face. <laughs> Halle Berry, you're wearing the same lipstick. Around. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> half your face is showing. Come on. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. The lipstick. Okay. Revlon, baby. Halle Berry's, obviously Halle Berry's costume is really stupid at hiding her identity, right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it doesn't do that at all. No. Um, and again, it, it I kept making me think of Green Lantern and just the, the woman in there screaming, I've seen you naked. You think I won't recognize you because I can't see your cheekbones? Right. Like, right. It's, it's just that all over again. But her boyfriend is the dumbest goddamn cop in the history of fucking cops. At one point, he examines a lipstick mark on his cheek compared to one from Catwoman at the scene of a crime. And the computer tells him it's a 99.9% match, which computers and colors don't work that way. The fact right. that one was on a coffee cup and one is on your skin, the colors aren't going to match. But whatever. Is uh, it color or DNA? I thought it was shape. I thought they were matching on the shape. Also, if it was DNA, they did not come back that quickly. Oh, in yeah, I know. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I mean, it's a magic computer that just spits it out instantly. I thought it was right. color. Because I, which I guess DNA would make more sense because my immediate thought was like, what you, so you don't think that like maybe somebody just has the same lipstick as her? They sold the same like brand. They sell a right. lot of lipstick. Man. So she, uh, she has generally a much brighter red lipstick when she's Catwoman than when she does as Patience. She wears a much more muted, closer to her actual skin tone lipstick. So there is a difference in color. So I think that what that was matching on was either DNA or... Or shape, and I think it was supposed to be because they pick out all of these points as though they're recognizing the geometry of her lips, as though the uh, so lip, it's print, like a lip print. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yes. okay. Yes. Really quick, can we talk about the handwriting analysis yes! guy too? Absolutely. Because she wrote Please. "sorry" on this painted coffee mug she made for him for standing him up, and then she wrote "sorry" on this bag of like diamonds she stole or whatever. Yeah, and he's like, "Okay, they're similar." He's comparing. He's like. This person similar. is like exactly lonely, a virgin, wears a lot of layer <laughs> clothing, yeah. probably is an artist at a makeup firm. And then this one, look at that. Oh, she's overconfident. She <laughs> butt scoot. She yeah. does it. And I was just like, yeah, no, that's about as how fucking reliable handwriting analysis is. <laughs> like, yeah. don't. It's worse than a lie detector. I love the handwriting analysis scene because <laughs> one. The expert on it opens with, it's not an exact science, and then proceeds to go on a BBC <laughs> Sherlock 2 rant about these two different women. <laughs> and then these two saris that they're comparing look exactly fucking identical. Exactly. Like, it's not even handwriting. Yeah. These were made with a stamp, no. motherfucker. Right, right. Right. So the fact that the boyfriend took these two clearly identical handwritings and went, hmm, I need a second opinion on this. You dumb son of a fucking bitch. There's no boobs on this. I can't tell them apart. The O, the o on this one indicates loneliness because it's wide and open. But the O on the second one is 
tighter so it's confident and it just it's thirsty for so big cock. Horny, so <laughs> horny. Oh, it's oh, big horny. Oh. He also finds one of her uh her cat fingers, her little cat claws, which I have a whole lot of like how the fuck do you put that away and not and recognize you're not missing one of these giant diamond encrusted gaudy fucking cat claws. But yeah, 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 yeah. setting all of that aside, he steps on it and he's like I don't know. Is she Catwoman? There's like the sorry thing. There's this. There's this lipstick. I don't. I don't know. I can't figure it out. That's when he did oh. figure it out. Yeah. To his to his credit, that is when he finally was like, "Fuck, <laughs> oh, fuck." Yeah, the literal smoking gun. Which, to his credit, I, I think the only source of confusion for him, because it's very obvious that. Patience Phyllis and Catwoman are the same woman, except for the fact that when she's Catwoman, Patience Phillips, I, this is beyond Wonder Brawl levels. No, there uh, is a family pack of chicken cutlets in the bottom of her <laughs> fucking bra. So I think that's why her cop boyfriend is so confused, because like obviously that's her, but the tits don't match at all. Can't be. Okay, that's like having someone who looks just like me, babe, out committing crimes, but I have Pamela Anderson tits. <laughs> that's true. I probably wouldn't. I probably would be You'd like, be like, that's, that's not, Casey. not my wife. No, no. I know those tits real well. Those aren't the same tits. Those aren't the tits. I gotta quit. <laughs> or maybe that's why he has to like match up the lipstick after the fact with Catwoman because he can never get his eyes up to face level <laughs> when she's in the Catwoman outfit. Is that the plan? Just if they're always <laughs> staring at the tits, I can't be ID'd. Honestly, yeah. Seriously. Her perp pick is just like a question mark, but the boobs are perfectly like drawn out. <laughs> Have you seen these girls? If so, report. <laughs> There's a lot of other weird horniness in Catwoman too. Because, oh for example, the the straight what maybe the strangest scene in the movie. Her and her boyfriend play a game of basketball in front ah! of a bunch of small children. They play the orphan a game kids. of one-on-one, -on -one, and it's just basically fucking. <clears throat> it's basically Ew. fucking. It's weird. It's the same kind of horny as, like, step it up and step it up to the streets. We're like, we're gyrating really close to each other, and there's a whole bunch of kids watching. That fucking Why? scene. Why? I, I take issue with this scene right from the fucking Genesis. Because the whole reason that the two of them play basketball is that the orphan children the cop was there to talk to challenged them to play each other one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. What, yeah, I know. Who are these kids that are just, maybe the cop, maybe one of the kids wants to go up against the cop just so he can, like, tell his friends that he played one-on-one -on -one against a cop and he knows the cop's going to let him win. So, you know. But, right. like, why would you want, wh what kid wants to watch a cop play basketball against his girlfriend? Nobody. Who wrote this also, and thought, yes, this is how what a human being would do? Also, by the way, like, these kids aren't specifically orphans. They're just kids at school. So, like, I don't know why you just killed all their parents, Dave, but they, they probably come from fine, stable homes. The, so the sexual tension is so weird that it's, it's difficult to focus on her magical basketball abilities that she gets because she's a cat. So she has, like, these... <laughs> awesome basketball skills because of her cat powers and i don't even care because i'm so train wrecked by how she's shaking her ass and grinding up on his fucking nuts while these kids watch them it quote unquote so play basketball <laughs> then she dunked on him like when Shaq like dipped his dick in that guy's face and yeah. then the guy threw the ball at him afterwards because he knocked mm. him over but she lands on top of him like <sighs> it really felt like the Britney Spears "I'm a Slave for You" video, but in on a basketball yeah. court. Well, first of all, Jay, in front you, of kids. Yeah, Jay. First of all, you found it difficult to focus on her basketball skills because they looked fucking terrible. Yeah. This scene is shot like absolute shit. I don't understand when Halle Berry does the like around the world thing with the basketball in her arms. It takes them like three shots to get a complete rotation around on that. I know she has a better work ethic than this. So like, what the actual shit? And second of all, I feel like somebody needed to Tropic Thunder this movie and tell Hallie never go full cat. Because 
<laughs> That's where a lot of the difficulties with it's it it's cats all over again. Like, yeah, it's horny in the wrong ways. Also, their first kiss in like a doorway of a plant shop where there's a ton of plants oh. unguarded. No, you wouldn't in New York. It's like they both don't know where mouths are at, and it's really awkward. Like, and I've had some awkward first kisses, <laughs> but they were, this was awkward as fuck. Like, it, none of the horniness made me horny. It made me go like, It is two really attractive people that appear to be very confused about how kissing works. I think it's two very attractive people who are very not attracted to each other. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think that sells. Dave, I want you how? to remember how you felt watching One for the Money with some of those one-liners, and now compare that to how you felt watching Catwoman, because you didn't drink two bottles of wine during One for the Money. I did not. I did not. Wow. That's you true. Didn't. Um, um, these were way more aggressive. Yeah. They were peppered hard throughout. They were used like cinnamon in a baking recipe. It says a quarter teaspoon. You're fucking it up with four <laughs> tablespoons. They did not give a shit. They did it wherever they could. Let me say something nice, though, about this movie. All of Sharon Stone's being a bitch to her husband 100% landed. Oh, yeah. So, like, at the yeah. beginning of the movie when he's like, Sharon Stone's retiring because she's too old and my wife. So now we hired this bug-eyed 22-year-old. Or this bug-eyed twenty-year-old, and we're going yep. to an after party, and she's like, "Calm down, Richard. She can't. Even, she's not even old enough to drink." And like, keeps uh-huh. like making digs like <laughs> yeah, that. I'm like, yeah. "Yes, please." Okay, but did those lines work because of the character or because it was Sharon Stone? Yeah, it's Sharon Stone is not a character. She is Sharon Stone. Right. Sharon Stone is certainly. She feels like the only person that was working on this. Maybe her and in Lambert Wilson, who plays her husband, feel like the only pers- people that really put in a whole lot of effort in this film and maybe Byron Mann it's effort if they're just chewing up the fucking scene (laughs) like she she delivered every time okay this this really has nothing to do with the lines but I can't stop thinking about it so Sharon Stone they had this like weird filter on her in all these scenes to make her like look glowing and let me give them the benefit of the doubt of like, hey, maybe that face cream is also radioactive too, so she's like <laughs> literally glowing. But I cannot forgive the amount of fucking body glitter they had on oh, Halle man. Berry. Oh, it man. was atrocious. She should have been checked for health reasons afterwards where all of her fucking pores were clogged. Yeah. Like I had some of that shit. It was layered on her. She was her. caked in it. What ex- that's why I thought that was print beneath her pants and not flesh because it was so unnaturally colored. Okay, I do have one one-liner that I actually enjoyed. It wasn't really, I guess it even wasn't even really a one-liner. It is Halle Berry's drink order when she goes to the club. Oh, <laughs> I'm so angry about it. I'm she so angry Cousin about of the it. boils. She orders a white Russian... Hold the vodka, hold the ice, hold the Kahlua. And the bartender brings her back one cream straight up. Hey, because she's a cat. Also, like, that bartender is chill as fuck about this broad in a cat BDSM outfit rolling in and weirdly ordering a glass of cream. Yeah, absolutely. I get him completely. (laughs) I don't know why it made me feel so gross, but it did. So, so Hallie rolls up, shoots a, a like a six ounce glass of just straight up cream, Ugh. licks her cream mustache off, and then goes up on the dance floor, doesn't starts humping things. Doesn't pay doesn't for it. Doesn't pay for I it. I mean, like, hopefully she started a tab. She's easy to spot. She starts weirdly humping things. Oh yeah. Starts. Cracking a whip all over the place while making direct eye contact at this man who finally notices and is like, okay, I might be into this. <laughs> and then swings into his private booth and then attempts to murder him. Or extort him, whatever. But the weird dance whip scene was 
God. It, it felt like something out of High School Musical. Uh, did it, or did it feel like something out of someone who was really horny and wanted to have a sexy dance scene with a whip? Yes, that one. <laughs> like they, they realized, oh shit, we don't have the whip anywhere in this movie, and it's kind of an iconic part of the character. And even though we don't care about the character at all, we still want to put a knot in there somewhere. Sexy whipping on the dance floor. Wait, I want to see the cut where she fucking misses and just lays out some random people on the dance right, floor. Right, how many whip. extras got hit? That's all I could start thinking. Like, you know drunk people in a loud-ass oh, dark yeah. club with strobing lights are going to wander too close and get fucking slashed. Right. In real life, I want to see the guy that runs out there that's on too much ecstasy that's trying to, like, hump at the whip that gets flicked in the dick and goes down because you know that guy is there. I've been to the club. I know what kind of people go there. Michelle Pfeiffer, when she portrayed Catwoman, she actually put in the work ahead of time learning how to use a whip. And the scene when she busts into the department store and whips the heads off of the... um, the dummies in the department store. She actually did that for real first try. No fucking way. Seriously. Yeah. There's behind the scenes footage of her doing it and the whole cast and crew applauding for her after they call cut on it. Fuck. Yeah. First try. What? Which like admittedly from the wide shot, it's far less impressive because like the heads are just sitting there waiting to get knocked over, but it's still like, sure. That's still impressive as fuck. Don't, don't steal her shine. Yeah. Blowing out her candle won't make yours brighter. (laughs) Okay? Fuck off, Dave. Halle Berry did put the work to learn how to use a whip in this film, but just just to crack it, she did like a week's worth of 90-minute sessions, I guess. I mean, that's fair. Even getting it to just crack is insanely difficult. I couldn't And not hit yourself. Right, yeah. I I couldn't Whipping whipping scenes aside, here's why I love... Her ordering a goddamn shot of cream, not paying for it, and walking away. And it's for the sake of that bartender who serves it to her. Because, okay, like, you know how, uh, like, sometimes, like, Penn and Teller will say, like, oh, we have 60 years of magic experience between us, blah, blah, blah. So this podcast has, what, 40-ish odd years of customer service experience behind it, unfortunately? Oh, my God. I don't say that. I know. Uh, Wait, are we counting the times I was double employed? Oh, man. Okay, we don't yeah, need to do the math right, right now. I'm that's, just that saying. That was my question. We've dealt with a lot of public. And yes. hot woman in a psychotic dress that walks up, orders a shot of cream, takes it to the dome, and walks away without paying is the sort of harmless insanity that I'm going to be fixated on it for months. That's fair. That's fair. I have yeah. I have seen the guy things. that fist fought my please wait to be seated sign. I still think about him a lot. <laughs> I've been that bartender, and in that moment when she walked away without paying it, absolutely, this one's on me. Thank you because this is gonna be. You just wiped out two weeks worth of Karens because I can't think about anything but this moment. Yeah, yes. I'm. I'm now thinking about the woman in the sweatsuit that wore a tiara that pulled money out of her crotch. Gee. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> we called her princess because you she always a, came in yeah, with a tiara. You have a, everybody who works more than like three <laughs> years has a cat woman. Right. That's fair. Okay. All right. Touche, Dave. You have changed my opinion on that. Yeah. Guess what? What? It's overtime. <laughs> Is that your one liner? That I was so <laughs> angry and upset. And I wish I could have been drinking. There's also uh, cats come when they feel like it, not when they're told. <laughs> oh, gross. I know. <laughs> Double entendre. Double entendre. I think what made, I think what made the one-liners in this movie so offensive is that they're so goddamn unnecessary that all the characters could be speaking fucking Simlish, and it, you would comprehend the movie just as much <laughs> yeah yes sure. okay sharon stone does have one good one-liner she says i'm a woman i'm used to doing things i don't want to do Giggity. yeah fair girl fair also wait a minute i just had a fucking thought so last week in the quick and the dead she got surprise slapped by Gene Hackman. Oh yeah, on film. Yeah. So do you think this was a warning to Gene Hackman when her husband slapped her and hurt his hand? Like, try that shit again. 
<laughs> I, I am Sharon the Stone Stone oh, bitch. That's oh, her. now she's Sharon the Stone. Sharon the Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> Stone. She just starts okay. shotgunning makeup. Sharon lotion. Stone wrestling career when? <laughs> Come on. I want to see Sharon Stone on WWE. Like, I want Brock oh Lesnar and The Rock and Sharon Stone. And I want to see Sharon Stone take out Brock Lesnar with a fucking in a ladder match. Head. Yeah, in a ladder match, right? Again. Come Give on. Shingles. Now he's got diverticulitis and now you got shingles, bitch. It's a form of herpes. God damn it. The more you know. Oh, oh, Case. Case. You boys thought you could come in here and steal all those beautiful things? What a perfect idea. <laughs> Stop. You never, you never go full cat. Stop. Don't, are you reading a list of quotes? Because I know you don't remember all of those, and you're just yeah. doing it to hurt me. No, I'm, he's on the IMDb quote page. Ah. Ah. Does this say anything about her biological children on it? <laughs> like, let's no. pivot to something less no. terrible. She has some. Kiss you. You only like bad girls? Only if they like me back. Oh, but I don't know. I don't know. I think the worst, the worser uh, comment in that same vein was, when I'm good, I'm good. And when I'm bad, I'm so bad. Or something, I don't know, something like that. But I've seen it on a fucking t-shirt at a county <laughs> fair too many times to ever be sexually turned on by it, no matter who's saying it. No. Um... Okay, my beef with Alex Borstein's character was that when she's calling Halle Berry to be like, so did you fuck him, girl? Yeah. I want to fuck my doctor. Ooh, <laughs> I want to give me a colonoscopy. She's doing it from the nurse's station, not her room. There's a fucking phone in your room in 2004 in every hospital room. Hey, listen. And she's... you're using the nurse's station? Like, they don't want to hear about it. They've either tried to hit that doctor a couple times themselves, have hit that doctor, or C, know that he's gay and does not appreciate it. How much do you <laughs> want to bet there's a cut scene where she's, uh, they show her at the other side on the nurse's station and she's wearing the nurse's gown with her ass out trying to catch some hot doctor? Yeah. Well, she was yeah. wearing one of those tie back gowns because i was like really that's the first thing i said i was like so she's at the nurse's station with her ass out making phone calls <laughs> glad we we're on the she same page is there. gross like that is predator shit that's <laughs> herbert the pervert shit <laughs> she, she oh. does almost in the in energy kind of remind me of like gene hackman during the dinner scene last week at the quick and the dead like this is oh you'll work for it <laughs> you'll feel like you worked for it yeah yeah like you swap out her character's gender and she could be an exaggerated oh, training she... video on when you need to call out your friends or like the super horny guy from the movie spy with melissa mccartney when he's like, yes. I'm Downton Abbey. Blah, 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 blah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she's real aggressive. At some point, someone knew what they were making here. What? Okay, I don't usually look in the backstory of anything. I know that's more your purview, Dave. What happened with this film? Because, like, obviously some scenes got moved around, hence why Halle Berry's wearing the same outfit two days in a row, as is everyone do they have oh, like same yeah. outfit Thursday Fridays? <laughs> like, um, like, so you're not too excited to go home yeah, after yeah. work. But um, what, what honest, happened? I, I, Why is the tone all over the place? What's wrong? Who did this to her? To be honest, I, I don't know anything specific about this movie. I think it's just a development hell thing that kind of like bounced around and had no clear, uh, direction really or clear plan on it. I think, uh, the studios got really, really involved if I remember correctly and demanded a lot of shit, but oh my god, the the soundtrack was absolute trash. So, case, I can That's I can <clears throat> the whole um everybody wearing the same clothes on two days is because that scene was supposed to be the opening scene of the film. Why wasn't it? So originally, uh, the idea was going to be uh, that that was the opening scene of the film. And then it was going to cut into the the prior scene, but instead they did them the other way around, uh, and and that gave it the impression that it was two different days because it was actually two different days in the movie. Which, but they were wearing the exact same clothes. Yeah. Why did they switch it around? I don't know. Oh, God. Tonally, this just was all over the place. It was like one part 
music video, one part rom-com, one part commercial. I don't is, know what was happening. The commercial part makes the like corporate criticism adorable, right? Where like at one point they lean really into this pharma thing and are pretending like, oh, big pharma's bad because all they care about is profits over people, which isn't wrong. It's just that you're doing the same thing, but for consuming your fucking media. So like you're and you're not even self-aware of it. Come on. Right. And like it can be Michael Bay movies turn a profit before they're even released. Right. And he still manages to pull it off anymore. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to say something nice about this movie in the most <laughs> passive aggressive Casey way possible. The Catwoman CGI fights weren't as bad as the Blade Two Wall of Light fights. Uh, I disagree because I think that the Blade Wall of Light fights circle back around to absurdly silly. And at I think least, these are just fucking awful. At least these are lit properly, which is mostly Fair. not at all. Thank God. Fair. Um, A lot of swirling crotch shots um, in like a, an action movie, like a comic book movie. Every action scene is cut to absolute. They've minced it. They have treated oh, it like Jesus. garlic and have minced. It's so cut where I'm like, there should be some sort of strobing warning on this because I can't even tell what the fuck's going on right now. I had to stop and look up if Catwoman was a Marvel property. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the CGI, I, I actually don't really have any complaints about. It looks really bad and like rubber manny. But this is 2004. This is a year after the Matrix Revo- uh this is a year after the Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions, and honestly, like the worst shots in this, alongside the worst shots of Rubber Keanu, are about samesies for me. So I'm not going to dunk yeah. on it. But yeah, the rest of the action, I Catwoman mostly fights in this movie by doing what I can only describe as pouncing on people <laughs> and capoeira. Yeah, and, and a little bit of capoeira, but she's primarily just pouncing on people to knock Fair. them over. Fair. And I am amazed at how expertly they managed to not make it look like she was capable of knocking them over. Like, I, I don't she believe... She is tiny. She's so tiny, and they did nothing to hide that fact. So when she's like, meow, launching herself at people, I kept waiting for one <laughs> of them to just stand there, and she just bounced off them. Dave! Let's kick this off with you. 2004's Catwoman. Would you watch it again? No, it's dangerous for my liver. I'm <laughs> so... It's been a long time since I watched this movie, and the the memory of how bad it was has faded. I'd only remembered a few terrible scenes like the basketball sequence and, oh, you know, some, some anecdotes like Halle Berry holding the Oscar in one hand and the Razzie in the other. So, like, you know, hey, maybe this will be fun to revisit, but it's not fun to revisit. The dialogue <laughs> is physically fucking painful here. It hurts. And, yeah, I would love for somebody else to do a version of this where they actually have some goddamn fun with the insane, insane plot that they've written. <laughs> But this version of it, no. Uh, while I will almost certainly look up pictures of Halle Berry in Catwoman again, I am not going to be watching Catwoman <laughs> again. Oh, Casey, wow. how about you? Uh, this was a first viewing for you. So now that you have finally broken your Catwoman cherry, <gasps> would you watch it again? Oh, my God. I have so many things to say about this film. The soundtrack, number one, we didn't really touch on that enough. It was very Cheetah Girls, um, <laughs> not A-teens, but like that really like super poppy R&B mm. in, it felt really generic. Oh God, it just, it, oh, it remembered a part of me had listened to that before many moons ago and made me feel sick. Um <laughs> I hate that they remade a Neil Breen scene of her eating tuna in a bed. I I want to see this film remade with Neil Breen, scene for scene, of him being like, perfect. Because you know he can't roll his R's. I need to see this. Outfit, too. I don't give a fuck. I've seen Neil Breen's everything but his penis, thanks to his art house films. But I don't want to. I don't want to get off on a tangent too much. You're I would watch this again. Oh! 
I would what? watch this again. What? There is a drinking game. There's a smoking game. There's a self-mutilation game. I don't know. You can do anything bad to yourself to this movie. It's so over the top and disrespectful to an Academy Award winner, an <laughs> Oscar winner, an Emmy winner. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to watch this again. Wow. I don't like myself. I'm mad. But wow. Jay, I think you initially suggested this. Yeah, I don't I know how this it. came. I did. Okay, you I piece of shit. From 2004, you piece of shit. Catwoman, you actual shit. Would you watch it again? I, I pushed for Catwoman because this... We've got 200 episodes and we haven't watched Catwoman on Shitty Cinema. This is on Robert Ebert's most hated list. He <laughs> hates this movie, right? I just, like, there's, it is a level of, and again, um, Halle Berry with the Razzies, the story around it's kind of amazing. The film itself is a, a train wreck. In fact, I think there's a quote from the movie. In fact, I think there's a quote from the movie that sums up the film perfectly. And it's, I think this is a total waste of time. And it really is. There is almost no... Re it is the weirdest softcore porn I've ever watched. It's almost self-aware, but it's not. And it touches on a bunch of, of amazing things that could have made for a hilarious, campy film. But it tries to be serious in some ways. I don't know. And you're right, Casey. It is the most disrespectful thing I think I've ever seen anyone do to an Oscar winner. And I, I kind of love it for all of that. My favorite part of watching the movie last night was watching you watch the basketball scene. I <laughs> got so much joy out of that. Get those kids out of there. Oh, my God. I was I was watching you and rolling in laughter. And I want to bring that joy to other people. So, yeah. Yeah, I want to watch Catwoman again because I want to bring more people into the fold and watch them watch the basketball scene. So, that's it. The verdict is in. Two out of three of us are just fucking so broken that we'll watch Catwoman again. We're going to do it. What about you guys? I, we have to. You guys need Is to tell us. Is this why we're together? Are yeah, we bad yeah. people? Right. <laughs> no. Get on Facebook and tell us what you think of Catwoman. Did we miss the mark? Uh, would you watch that shit again? What did you think? Of? But Dave, what do we have going on next week? Because it's a new month and you're kicking us off with the first movie. That's right. Next month, we're moving into the holidays. So our theme is going to be work safe holidays. And I'm oh. going to start us off with something that, to be honest, is, is probably not work safe at all, actually. Uh, something that has been on my to watch list for a while, but I never got around to. But it, it's under a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. So I'm saying it's fair game. Starring Mel Gibson, Batman. So, yeah, we're going to see <laughs> Mel Gibson play Santa with a hitman after it. I'm I do not want to watch. I would have vetoed this had you explained what it was. Fuck. Oh, well, guys, it's the most stressful time of the year. So in the meantime, follow us on Instagram at Casey.Cinema. Like us on Facebook, SH.TTYCinema. Throw us a bone on Patreon slash Shitty Cinema. Or peep us at ShittyCinema.com. Check the show notes for all those motherfucking links. And in the meantime, let's turn out the lights, guzzle a gallon of cream, and try to hold it in while we're whipping on the dance floor. You notice she didn't drop it low, because she would have farted. Huh?